0: Everyone and welcome to the Thrive Through Fitness podcast. Um, this is Kelly as per usual. Um, just wanted to start off by saying this is the first full episode that it is switching to Thrive Through Fitness um, just for copyright reasons. You can check out the Instagram kind of for more info if you're wondering kind of why we changed the name and everything but still super excited about the name. Um Today, I really just wanted to kind of deep dive through my own fitness journey. I know in the first episode, I kind of touched on it, um, talked about it a little bit, but didn't really deep dive into it. So that's really just what I wanted to do today. I would say my fitness journey totally started in middle school I was dancing at that point and that is also when it was kind of cool to go to the Y and work out that was right next to our middle school so I remember um you know going to school and then going to the Y with my friends and then going to the gym there working out my parents picking me up and then going to dance later um that was kind of the start of me working out outside of dance and I would say the st- start of triggering habits that I had um, and by that triggering habits I mean kind of over exercising and my eating disorder I would say started around started developing around then um, but yeah so I'd go to school I would go work out for like an hour and then I'd go to dance for two or three hours um, and that was kind of my life and then kind of I only really went to the gym like seventh and eighth grade. And then my freshman year, I definitely didn't go at all. I really just focused on dancing 24-7. So like I said, I would go to school, um, come home, go to dance for two or three hours, and then come home again. And that was really my entire life. Um, And then my sophomore year is when I got my license. So That's when I started driving. So again, get on the bus, go to school, come home. Um, because we couldn't drive to school until juniors, um, that was kind of just what the only option I had was to take the bus and then I would drive around after school. So usually that meant going to school, coming back, like I said, um, and then going to dance and driving myself. I would say this is really when the super bad habits of my eating disorder developed, um, my parents, because I would dance for, like, four or five hours some nights, my parents would give me money to sup at Wawa or anywhere to grab dinner, and I would basically just be like, yeah, like, I got Wawa for dinner, but really I didn't get anything, or I got Wawa and ate two bites of it and threw the rest away because I just didn't want to eat and I had no desire to eat, and that's truly stemmed from just a super negative body image, uh, I think being in the dance world, it is super mentally hard because you are around so many thin people and in the ballet world, being having long legs, skinny, and a long neck is the ideal way to look. So it's hard when you don't look like that and other people do. I wouldn't blame the dance world for my eating disorder, but I definitely think if I didn't dance... It wouldn't have been as severe if I did or didn't have it. I absolutely loved my dance studio that I danced at. I danced there for as long as I can and remember. I danced for about 17, 18 years. Um, So they really were my family. So I had to hide it from my family home and then I hid it from my dance family as well. Because I knew if they noticed, then they would say something to the owner. And then the owner would talk to my parents. And it would just become this whole big issue. I can remember a very distinct moment where i realized my body image was wrong we had these one-on-one meetings um i was in the company at my studio and really just had one-on-one meetings to talk about you know how we can do better and things they want to see us improve on and i just remember being told you know you're not strong enough um you just have limp arms and legs. That's kind of just how you are. You need to work on that. And I just remember one very specific thing happening in that meeting that I think definitely triggered looking at myself differently. And I know this happened to some of my friends as well. And I don't think it was our dance teachers. Um, I don't think they realized what they were saying. And we were such a young age that No matter what they said, we were going to listen to them and we didn't see, like, right from wrong at all. So I don't want to, like, blame them at all because I definitely didn't. I feel like it's just um, the mindset of being around so many skinny people and even myself being skinny and not realizing it. Um, So, you know, there's kind of a lot of backhanded compliments given out in the dance world there's something I want to kind of get into with a couple of my friends as well and kind of their point of view. Again, I love my dance family, but, um, looking back, I see a lot of toxic areas and I'm not going to mention my dance studio at all just because it's not their fault and I don't want them to think it is. I think that, um, I think it's just the way my life turned out. Um, so like I said, I really, I would say my sophomore year is really when my eating disorder started to get bad. I remember um, one day I stayed home from school and because I didn't feel well because I literally wasn't eating so I had no energy to go to school and I literally felt so sick. Um, I remember I was wearing a dance excellent sweatpants and a tie-dye tank top. I went and picked up my best friend from school after we were done school and remember driving there and being like wow it's almost three o'clock and I haven't eaten a single thing today like I am so proud of myself and I was so excited that I hadn't eaten but at the same time I was like I think in the back of my head I realized that's wrong but I was so excited that I was going to get this perfect body that I wanted but was unattainable and I didn't realize that And at this point, I was very thin. I look back at pictures and I'm like, wow, like, you can see my bones. I am skinny. I wouldn't say I was unhealthily skinny, but I was a skinny dancer. Kind of skinny in the dance world, but like skinny in normal world, not skinny in the dance world, if that makes sense at all. Um, And that kind of continued. I eventually told a therapist um, my I think my junior year of high school I finally told a therapist what was going on and um, I remember I wrote a letter to my mom. My parents had gone out that night and I was so just sick and tired of feeling the way I felt so I wrote a letter to my parents um, kind of saying what happened and I sent it to my best friend and she was like oh my god I had no idea I'm glad you told me like I'm here for you And then, this was in the summer, and then the next day, I got into a fight with my mom at dinner because I wouldn't finish my burger. I had, like, a fourth of it, and I refused to eat anything else, and I just broke down crying, grabbed the letter, and gave it to her. And then, from there, I went and saw a nutritionist. Um, We went to my doctor first. She referred us to a nutritionist and it was probably the worst nutritionist I ever went to she made me turn on alarms on my phone of when I had to eat so I would be in class and alarms would just go off and I would have to take out a snack and I told her that I couldn't do that in certain classes because the teacher's rule was we weren't allowed to eat in class which I had to respect and I am such a type of person that I don't like to disappoint others so I'm such a rule follower I definitely in high school um So I followed whatever the rules were. So that was like just super frustrating. And if I didn't kind of do my checklist of eating, if I didn't eat everything I was supposed to, which honestly, it was like avocado toast for breakfast, a sandwich and cheese and crackers. It was like the most basic food and I struggled so much to eat it. Um, and if I didn't kind of check everything off that I ate or if, like, I substituted something and I didn't check it off, she would get mad at me, and that kind of just triggered, I think, my eating disorder even more, so I stopped seeing that nutritionist. Um, I didn't see another one until, like, a year, probably two years ago now. Um, so that was kind of, so I would see her every two weeks, and she wouldn't see people before, like, 11 a.m. because it was a private practice so I would miss the same time of school pretty much every two weeks to go see them and then I was kind of on top of that seeking um, a therapist so missing dance at the same time to see this therapist and then missing school to see this nutritionist and I was always missing the same exact class because of the time that she would the only time she had appointments and then I would say probably getting into my senior year eating disorder got a little better but it really didn't until recently I would say um but I still danced all until my senior year I would say senior year is when I stopped giving a crap about dance I kind of realized I'm not gonna do this past um high school I'm not gonna dance in college I auditioned for the young Americans and didn't get in Um, which I kind of just auditioned for fun. I don't think I actually wanted to go there, but it was kind of like, oh, I'll just do this because this is what you do at Dance Excellence when you're a junior in high school. So I did that, didn't get in there, but I think I was upset because I wanted to be the perfect dancer and that just wasn't realistic. Um, But I loved dancing up until, like I said, my senior year. Um, Halfway through my senior year, I quit Point after Nutcracker. I was just like this, I'm done with point, I'm over it, so I stopped point then, but I still did classes, but because of my mental health, I wasn't going to classes as often, so I kind of just, like, just didn't go, um, really at all, and again, I was only dancing at this point, I wasn't going to the gym or anything, in the summer, I would go to the gym with, like, my mom, my sister, just to like, quote-unquote stay in shape, but, like, not really doing anything, super helpful to my body at all honestly um and then I actually (laughs) my senior year of my dance recital I had a minor concussion because I got into a car accident coming home from senior week and I literally was in so much pain dancing because the lights were so bright and the music was so loud and everyone was always so loud and I remember just laying on the floor feeling miserable (laughs) But also being like, it's my senior year, I have to have fun. Um, So that was kind of my whole dance life. Um, Then I went to college. I really did not work out probably for the first like semester. I think I went to the rec center maybe once or twice. I didn't know what to do with the gym because I had always just danced all the time. And that was my workout. And that kind of kept me, quote unquote, in shape. So definitely got the freshman 15 turned into more like freshman 30 because of some medications I was put on in the summer that gained, made me gain weight plus going to college. I would say second semester my freshman year, I started going to like the group exercise classes and the rec center kind of a little bit more regularly, not like super regular at all. Um, My sophomore year, definitely got more regular. Like, I had a routine of when I was going. Um, My freshman year is the first time I was, like, home for a weekend. And I went to Bill to, like, see what it was about. And it was, like, so expensive for me. And I wasn't working at the time. And my mom wasn't going to pay for it for what I wanted. So, I was kind of like, oh, like, OL didn't go back at all until this current August. But like I said, I danced. I didn't dance at all in. Oh my god. So like I said, I wasn't dancing at all in college, and then by my sophomore year, fall semester, I was like kind of going to the rec center pretty regularly. But then I ended up dropping um, out of school my, after the fall semester, and then I took that fall off, and then I tried to go back. Or I took that spring off. Tried to go back um, in the fall and it just wasn't ready. So I ended up taking about a year and a half off of school. In that time, that is when Cycle Bar opened up. Now there was Cycle Bar Exton, but it just wasn't like as close and convenient as Cycle Bar Westchester was. So I think it opened about a month before I moved into my apartment in Westchester. At this point, I was still planning on going to school. So I, you know, would drive out there. They had their free classes for the first Um, like, week or two before they had their, like, official opening, and, you know, I bought a membership. I was going, gosh, probably, like, five to six times a week, sometimes seven, (laughs) depending on, like, what I felt like doing, and I did that all the way from um, May of 2017 until November of 2017, and then in November, that is when I started working at Cycle Bar, so that kind of Like, I don't want to say put a damper in my classes, but because I was working so much, I wasn't cycling as much, but I was still cycling a lot. Um, At this point, I was kind of going to the gym in our apartment um, complex, like, every once in a while. Not super often, but still just, like, enough to do a real workout. Um, And then, you know, tried to do personal training with one of my friends and kind of was just trying out different places between like november and of 2017 to like august of 2020 um so i was still working out still kind of like not being in the best shape that i wanted to be in but and like i don't really know how to describe that um but then in oh gosh probably so at some point i then started coaching um gymnast dance and I did that for four or five months so probably between December and January slash February I want to say more like December January I would wake up every day my stomach being in so much pain I would get a headache every single day I my vision would just like it wouldn't go but I would just constantly be dizzy and I never knew why so getting up and going to work in the morning was really hard because I would wake up and be in pain and then even if I did make it to work later I would get so dizzy that I would have to call off my nighttime whatever shift that was because you know I would get a migraine and I would get dizzy and I can't I can't coach um and make sure kids are safe with being in that you know sickness. So that went on probably for like a month and then I was finally like, okay, I need to go to my doctor. So I went to my doctor. First they were like, "All right, does your throat hurt?" And I was like, "Not really," but they're like, I was like, "Kind of like I guess, but like nothing that feels like it would be strep." So like, "All right, let's do a strep test." So I did a strep test that came back positive. She looked at both my ears. I had an ear infection in one ear and like pretty much the beginning of an ear infection in the other year so almost a double ear infection and then that's also when I got diagnosed with vertigo so constantly being dizzy came from the vertigo and then my stomach pain she was hoping would resolve once we dealt with the strep and the ear infections um but it didn't so that went on for another about two months and then she referred me out to we did like ultrasounds we did MRIs, we did HIDIS scans, we did all these different type of scans and nothing was coming back at all. We did blood work, everything that she was testing for came back normal. Um, and then she was like, all right, I'm going to refer you out to a GI specialist because, you know, her capabilities have kind of Ended of what she specializes in because this was just my primary doctor, so she wanted me to see someone who specializes in it can help me the most. So, you know, I went and saw them, got blood work, got a couple more scans done, um, a couple other like breathing tests type things. And then in March of 2020, this was probably about three or four weeks into the quarantine, um, I got a call back and they were like, Hey this is the nurse from your GI doctor, you have celiac disease, don't eat any gluten, she'll call you to schedule an appointment, have a great day, and hung up, so I was just like, okay, have celiacs that don't eat gluten, alright, google what celiacs is, um, kind of sees it's basically a very very severe allergy to gluten but they didn't explain it to me at all so I made an appointment with my nutritionist and she was like yeah like you cannot have gluten you cannot use the same toaster as like normal bread you're gluten-free you have to have a gluten-free bread gluten-free toaster if you know you make like an like, I don't know, a, quesad- or a quesadilla with a flour tortilla, and then do a gluten-free tortilla, like, you're gonna get sick from that, um, I can't eat if french fries are fried in the same oil as, like, chicken nuggets I have gluten on them and breading on them, I can't eat them, because that's how sensitive my stomach gets, so I got diagnosed then, so I kind of cut gluten out, and I definitely felt a lot better, except for two, three months later, which, about two three months ago my stomach started hurting again I had a lot going on in my life I thought it was going back to school Um, I thought it was moving which was about a month ago and I was like all right let me kind of dial down this stress and then see where I'm at and I still have been in so much pain so kind of going back a little bit so in August um my friend Carly brought me to Built Fitness and that was kind of the beginning of that journey so Built Fitness is like a hit strength gym um in my area in Downingtown if you live in Downingtown PA I definitely recommend checking it out it was like five ten minutes from my old house so it was just perfect super convenient and I knew a bunch of people that went there So, no, I was still kind of cycling every once in a while and then putting in built as well. And that definitely has, like, helped me gain a lot of muscle over however long it's been since I've been going there. Um, And I have fallen in love with strength training, which I've always wanted. I've always said I want to learn how to lift. I want to learn how to, like, do heavy weights and squat. And now I can do those things. And now it's just, like, I want to be able to do more. So I'm still constantly in pain every day from this stomach issue of something else I think is going on that's not celiacs and um kind of including this, you know, built into my life and cycling every once in a while. And that has really been like the basis of my fitness journey. There's definitely been a lot of ups and downs, you know, definitely started with a super unhealthy mindset. That's one thing I really want to talk about is my mindset from, you know, middle school to now. So in middle school, my mindset was I need to work out to be a stick and fit into the dance world. And my mindset now is I want to work out to feel good about myself. Are there things about my body that I would like to improve? Yes. But the main reason I work out is because at the end of the day, it makes me feel better. Now, with that being said, some days I am like, yeah, I'm just going to work out, don't care how I look. Other days I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I really hate this, 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 this about my body. I don't want to work out at all because I'm just so discouraged. So I'm 100% on both sides of the spectrums because it is stinking hard to be so body positive when for so many years of my life, I was so negative about my own body image and being around that dance world of traditionally only accepting one body type. Um, I definitely did, like, dance intensives, which definitely didn't help my mental health at all whenever I was in high school. Um, But basically the majority of my fitness journey up to right now. So... (laughs) Since graduating high school, I've gained a ton of weight, which has to do with my medicine and obviously eating unhealthy, going to college, and just like living my life. Um, So now I'm at a point where my doctor would like me to lose some weight for health reasons, but I'm not focusing on that. I don't own a scale. I don't weigh myself. I get weighed at the doctors, and that is it. Um, Sometimes not even every single time I'm at the doctors if I'm kind of going a lot. I do still see a nutritionist I see her every you know couple weeks every couple months depending on what I need I absolutely love her Um, I also do see a therapist that I see once or twice a week depending on how I'm doing mentally because with everything that I've been through with an eating disorder with my mental health seeing a therapist is so important and I think in a fitness journey seeing a therapist is also super important because you want to make sure you are working out for the right reasons you can tell yourself you're working out you know to feel better for health reasons like just to build your confidence but at the end of the day subconsciously you could be doing it for negative body image reasons which is what I was doing um so it was super important for me to kind of work through that while I'm still working out and everything like that that is really my whole like expanded version of my fitness story um I feel like yes I covered this in the first episode but I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it um the dance world is something I'm going to talk about with a couple of my friends I think um one of my best friends she was in Young Americans and I really want to talk to her kind of about the dance world and everything like that because it is such a bubble that you are in when you're in the dance world and there's so many positive and negative effects with the dance world and I think that's something I want to again deep dive into because it is such a I don't want to say unknown but hit or miss community to be in so as of now this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in so much. Again, I have been loving recording these episodes. Kind of just doing something fun that I want to do outside of school and work. So, like I said, thank you again for listening. Feel free- so feel free to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is just Life of Kelly, and feel free to follow the podcast Instagram as well. It is Thrive Through Fitness podcast so make sure you follow you know um do all of the things and I will see you guys next week